I thought that would land better. Um, <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> Welcome to Unimed's Innovation Underground, where we dig into some of those amazing discoveries we often hear about but never seem to touch our lives in any real meaningful way. Anyway, we want to look at some of those innovations and figure out what we might be able to do to help push those guys across the finish line so they become actual things. Thank you for joining us. We're sponsored by Unimed, the Technology Transfer and Commercialization Office for the University of Nebraska. Um, joined by Tyler Scher and Joe Rungi. Joe is a intellectual... No, I'm sorry. You're an entrepreneurial werewolf, and Doctor Law Dog, I believe, is your um, given name. Okay, we need new titles. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Have I pushed that one too far? We got to crowdsource this. Yeah. Right. He's an I intellectual think... vampire. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm an emotional <laughs> vampire. Emotional vampire. Have, you been, have you been watching? Where? Oh, never mind. We're going off the rails here. And Tyler Share is a PhD. He's a licensing associate in our office. Hi, Tyler. Hey, Charlie. Um, Joe. Please take a moment to review the podcast and leave us a rating. <laughs> Please subscribe. Please tell your friends. We want to be the front porch for all university innovation worldwide, how university research can make everybody's lives better. To do that, please look at what we have featured in our program notes every week. It's always something interesting, this week especially. so. Yes, this week will be very cool because I want to go over today AI. I think it's just generally kind of a cool topic, and I want to talk about it. Artificial intelligence? Oh, is that what that means? <laughs> Are you sure you still want to do it? No. Well, if you've prepared something, okay, fine. We can do it. But I mean, we've ran out of actual intelligence. It's <laughs> kind of where I thought it was. So no. uh, <laughs> Time to bring what in the machines this, to help us. What is this thing called actual intelligence? I, I don't understand. Absolute intelligence. I just know I'm all out of red crayons. Um, so, Tyler, tell us. Uh, first off, help me understand this idea that there are, there are different types of AI. I thought artificial intelligence was just basically a robot that wanted to destroy me. Yes. Well, is there something not else? Is, yet. There, is there a different version <laughs> than that? Not yet. And be nice to your toaster, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> or else okay. it, it may get there. So, robot dogs <laughs> that want to kill us. Yeah. So, no, there, yeah, there's multiple types of artificial intelligence, really kind of two broad categories. And I think when most people hear AI or artificial intelligence, most people associate that with um, general artificial intelligence, which, which is that that is then the superhuman uh, computer. That, that can do everything a human can do as good or better. Okay. But what we have currently, um, and only like only what we've only approximated currently is is uh, very task uh, oriented artificial it's like, intelligence. Like chess player. And, like, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So so we're so, talking Jeopardy, chess, Go. Yeah. One uh, question: Like, isn't general artificial intelligence just made up of lots of task artificial yeah. intelligence, or are they like? It's sort of, it's but systemically it's, different. Yeah, no, I think it's it's uh, it'd have to be. It's more complex than that too, because it, it not only combines um, just you know, things that have a very logical progression to them, but also the, all the abstract of what we do as well. So there, I mean, there's the the, the the if you listen to the the leaders in the AI field, they'll talk about how what are they, you know even our our most sophisticated AI at the moment, which is. Um, a product of, of DeepMind, which is a company owned by Google. The AI is called AlphaZero. It can basically beat any human in any game of strategy now that's been ever created. And it does that. It teaches itself how to become superhuman at that game within hours. 
Hmm. Just by playing millions of games against itself uh, very rapidly, it learns all the rules and how to beat us. So I mean, we're 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 talking chess, Go, and any 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 video games now as well. Um, Atari. It's like Twilight Imperium. Uh, what? I'm not unfamiliar. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a board game? Yeah, I'm I'm a huge nerd. (laughs) Any of those, definitely. (laughs) Any of those, yes. Um, I was thinking Matthew Broderick War Games, but okay. But so so anyway, so I was just listening to just listening to a podcast about this though from a leading researcher who said that so so. Wait, there are other podcasts. It, importantly, it's not as awesome no. as this one. <laughs> None that we shall name. <laughs> um, oh man, I thought we were first. <laughs> so, so this this Alpha Zero program. <laughs> that's why we didn't have any listeners because we were the only one. Guys, we gotta up our game. There's like hundreds of other people doing this. We got Brent. There's Brent, <laughs> and I think Burgess Meredith is one. Did we used to name our two listeners? <laughs> yeah, it was Floyd and uh, and. And Myrtle. Oh my God! We need yeah, an artificial right intelligence that. that ranks our podcast. <laughs> that keeps track. I think Radiohead listens too, but I, I don't, maybe I'm confused. All right, finish. I'm sorry. Imagine the Radiohead theme song to Innovation Overcrowd. Oh, it would be man. Like indecipherable at like 12 minutes long, and I'd love it. They're taking me back to the 90s. Okay. okay, so yeah, so this Alpha Zero um, uh, could beat it could be so it could beat all of us at chess, and including this this researcher's two year old nephew timmy it could be timmy at chess but it couldn't be timmy importantly at something called timmy chess and timmy chess and timmy Tim- chess is is just totally random and chaotic right he takes the pieces he moves them around he pushes them off the board then you got to put them back on the board in a random order and i don't think anybody no, can only beat timmy at his well own. The, so the the point is that a lot of what we do a lot of our expressions of creativity um, we don't necessarily have a, an elegant way to, to, to write those into a code or algorithm at the moment. And when we're talking general AI, it would have to be, it'd have to be thinking on its feet. It would have to be able to accommodate chaos and randomness. And Oh, that's a really good description. Of, yeah. So, so no poetry is going to be coming out of AI then. Well, you, so you, there, there's that, there's that meme of, of, you know, I, I, I forced my computer to watch 10,000 hours of oh, X. Well, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is pretty funny. Those, yeah. are, no, those there, are hilarious. There was but. an AI that would generate random inspirational statements. Was yeah. I mean, there, so there, there, so again, this is... And they, they were totally robot well, generated. Does this they, get what Tyler was talking about, where it needed to be task-oriented well, AI? Well, it had a gag, right? Oh, yeah, they so all, like, yeah, you, you, it you would just take like, one parameters. word and stick it together. And like, they sort of worked, but it... it, it it lacks soul. <laughs> sure, right. yeah. It, it spits, so you give it like all the works of Shakespeare, and it sort of just spits out like some sort of word salad from all the works of Shakespeare. Right? It's like so weighted it's, by his thou's versus his thighs. You know? Right. Yeah. You're that close to saying his thighs. I think I just did. Wait, no, you did. Thigh. Okay. Wait, which one am I? Okay. This is this is out of control. Tyler, please get us back on track. So here. so anyway, <laughs> this is um, why we need AI. What what what? <laughs> AI could not do the show. R.I. <laughs> just not covered it. AI could do a great podcast, but not our pod. <laughs> No. Oh, my God. We're the oh. Timmy Chess of podcasts. <laughs> oh, hey, man. Tyler, are there any university technologies that use artificial intelligence? There are plenty of university technology. And actually, a lot of them very quickly become university spinoffs and startups because uh, this is such a hot, a hot uh, field right now. It's a good way to make a quick buck. So a lot of it is is spinoffs, and one that I found was a spinoff. Do you want to talk about? Maybe? No, I want to hear what you haven't. Have you have you actually told us what a tech what technology is yet? What is doing? He's just being what, nice. What Come my on, technology you're doing great. is yet? You're killing it, man. Well, yeah, what do you have one specific? Or yeah, not? so it's called. <laughs> 
Affectiva. Ooh. So it's it's a spinoff from the MIT Social Media Lab, Ooh. and th- this so. Um, I'm not gonna. So any of our listeners who get who get kind of dystopian vibes when they hear AI, I'm not going to be disquieting any of those vibes. With, <laughs> okay, unfortunately, with this, Lay this is pretty dystopian. Um, so it is. It's branded the human perception AI. It detects nuanced emotion, complex cognitive states, behaviors, activities, interactions, all from just using a camera in your smartphone or other. Other devices. Uh, they also have a, a newer version of it that recognizes speech as well. So basically, um, there the, uh, an earlier version of this was okay. I don't want to give this collecting any more this time. data and selling this data to advertisers to better market their products oh, to us. Geez. Right. So, <laughs> all right. So, um, <laughs> Joe, they're they're doing other things now too. Maybe a little more pro social than that. But that was that was an early version. Man, I want to invest. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be the one. That's home Vampire on. Holdings is gonna. Have to Do you really? I, I think you need to download the app first, and it'll tell you whether or not you want to <laughs> invest. <laughs> well, I have a good technology to determine if that app has any malware in it. But okay, let's hear about that. That sounds like a more positive influence on society. Yeah, uh, thank you. Yes. So, uh, you know, one of the the issues is uh, network security is is a, is a huge consideration, and the thing that's always kind of surprising me is like networks are, are artificially created things, right? Like it's hard to tell if we're going to be hit by a storm, right? But like if a hacker is going to hack you, it's doing it through networks that we already are creating and are easy to monitor. And I've always sort of wondered, yeah. you know, why is this always like such a surprise? Like, right. Why? And so there is a technology came out of Columbia again, um, Mm. Go into that well a lot. I guess they do a lot of good stuff at Columbia. You know, apparently they're full of smart people. Hmm. Yeah. It's a decent school. I've it's heard. not bad. Maybe we'll look into it. Uh, but uh, a gentleman named uh, Salvatore Stolo, I'm sorry, Stolfo. I highlighted too hard. Uh, came up with a algorithm that can look at network traffic to determine the relative risk of malware in, in the network at a time, and it's really clever the way that, that that it works. So it looks at the data packets as it goes through the network, and then looks at characteristics of those data packets. And so one of those uh, characteristics can be like the size of the data or the character composition. It just looks at it in really, really gross terms to figure out, is this the sort of traffic that we ordinarily see or not? Hmm. And if you think about it, it's sort of looking like the traffic in your neighborhood, right? Like, is this the type of car that's ordinarily here? Is there like a 18-wheeler truck that's going through the neighborhood? And if that, so that, that would be kind of It's odd. profiling. It profiles the data. Yeah. So it's very antisocial for data, right? Because it's <laughs> it's just saying, oh, I don't like you. You have too many characters, right? So it's like a, <laughs> Which a, actually, a the way I say it. Of sorts, or? Yeah, no, it, it, it's, it, is, it is a spam filter of sorts, but it operates on less the specific content of the data and more yeah, the sure. characteristics of it. Okay, so yeah. if there's data traffic that, um, you know, the, the methods that they were looking at were, um, you know, based on the, the length of, of the data packet itself or the character composition. And so the idea is that if it's sort of outside of the means to do that. And the trick of the algorithm is that these really sophisticated mechanisms and, and uh, applications 
that really dig into the data and, and try to find those patterns on like direct ways and meta ways. And it's very efficient at sort of identifying malware that's listed in there. So you have this artificial intelligence that's looking at a computer network sort of packet by packet as it goes through the gate of your network as fast as that is, like 20 times the speed of light or whatever it is. And it's profiling every single packet one at a time and it flags the ones that look suspicious. And that allows you to sort of apply your more rigorous filters to determine something is, you know, spam or maybe it's a Korean website that you've never been to or whatever. It's just difference, right? Mm. But at the very least, it's saying this isn't the ordinary type of traffic. It's kind of the, the first step towards network security. It's a wonderful application of artificial intelligence because it's looking in a way that is sort of machine-driven and programmatic and can do millions of times a second, you know, very efficiently in order to enhance that security. Yeah, so the the, the uh, brilliance, but also the, the scary part about AI is just how quickly it can educate itself and how it continues to get better and better. So I'm assuming, I know nothing about that technology, but because, it has, next because it has machine learning and AI in, in, in it, I'm assuming it's get, it gets more efficient and actually better with every scan it does. Yeah, and I always look at things like a patent lawyer because I sort of am one. And, and you know, what I was... Artificial intelligence is is one of those words like we talk about like sci-fi terms, right? You know, yeah. oh, we'll get the algorithm and, and sort of magically do it. Right. And you know, I'm not a mathematician or a computer scientist um, or a lot of things actually, but um, <laughs> I can read a patent, darn it. And if I can actually like you know from the five minutes of fevered preparation I do for this show, <laughs> go, oh, I get it. That's the gag of it. You know, then I understand it. I really like this technology because it had a very clear mechanism that it operates on. It it weighs these things. Now, I can't like operationally tell you like what the relative value of looking at character composition versus length is, but I understand enough about network traffic to know it's made of bits and, and data and that data has, you know, very gross characteristics. And they apply things that are a little bit more sophisticated than just counting how many characters are in it but it's still that basic sort of thing and i think like for artificial intelligence like the task oriented artificial intelligence yeah that that really makes sense to me right so yeah. how does this this malware um profiling program for lack of a better term how does this thing work is this is this something that lives on your pc at home does this live in a network um so i think like the real customer for this you know at the university every email we get from outside of the university it says non-UNMC email, right? Right, yeah, big bold letters. Big bold letters, which you know you ignore after about the fifth one, right? Right. Sorry, guys. But I, I think <laughs> Sorry, like- Sorry, IT. I know but you I think, really hard on that. But I think IT, that, that's like emblematic of just how hard their job is, right? right? Like I was talking to yeah. one of the network engineers and I mean, it, it's like Mad Max, right? I mean, there was just like, you know, this, this thin fence- and just, you know, a horde of World War Z-esque zombies coming in to steal my credit cards. Right. And, like, these guys, they're, like, dead-eyed. You know, they're, like, uh, soldiers on the front. It's like, man, you don't even know what we're having to do to protect you. And you're just mad that you have to read something on the top of all your emails. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's not on your smartwatch. You know, right? I mean, they have no sympathy. But I think these guys would love this, right? Because what you would essentially do is create this, this gate 20 feet out from the current gate. And it would be really effective at going zombie, 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 good, zombie, 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 good. And all the zombies are like, oh, shucks. <laughs> Instead of zombies, can they be guys with mohawks and little shoulder-mounted dudes? That's true. <laughs> what is it? Chartreuse, high fade, I forget. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, the, the, the point is, right, is like, you know, Sorry. The, the customer for something like this would be a network administrator or okay. someone who is running the gate, right? And I think one of the things that's like, that, that's actually a really bad metaphor in a way. Because, like, if you have a gate against a bunch of zombies, there's, like, physical characteristics. In reality, like, they're more like vampires. You have to invite them in, right? 
but the vampires look a lot like you know I don't know whatever your dinner guests are whatever Brad Pitt. Wait. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> are, is it a is it a vampire? Or is it Brad Pitt? It's so hard to tell the difference, right? It's, Unless you have an artificial intelligence that's measuring character lengths of Brad Pitt, going wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is I've had enough of this. <laughs> <laughs> on that Done. note, thank you for joining us on the Innovation Overground. We'll put some links to something. We're in sorry, notes. <laughs> um, we tried. Maybe, maybe some Brad Pitt movies. I AI could have done better. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, thank you for joining us. For Tyler Sharon, Joe Rungi, I'm Charlie Litton on the Innovation Overground.